I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? Larks and Smarks, this is the Smart Kilas Filipinas podcast. You're listening to the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. And I nailed that once again. Consistent, consistent. Yeah, this is the Smart Kilas Filipinas podcast. This is Ro Moran. And right across me is the Grab Camus himself. With no stand because, uh, again, he's in his Mr. C World Tour. He's now in three. Cambodia. Phase three now this year. Uh, touring the entire country because uh, you can't actually uh, tour the what's there to see in a matter of days, in one week. So we wish him well. Uh, we wish him Safe happy travels. Trails. Safe travels and may he find good toilets wherever he goes. <laughs> right, so it's been a crazy week. Uh, not that crazy, but insane. We have a PWR Renaissance review coming up, courtesy of our friend. Of the podcast and friend of PWR, Chino Diao, Junior Jock Chino Diao from Magic 89.9. And also, I guess we got to start with the most egregious thing that has happened on mainstream wrestling programming this week. My God. And if, if you've seen Raw at all. My God. And if you follow any wrestling fan on your feed, maybe not even wrestling if you follow any basketball fan on your, on your social media feeds. My and God. There should be a lot of them. You would have known that LeVar Ball, the patriarch of the, the Ball family, has showed has appeared on Raw this, this week. Where, where were they from? It was, or were they in L.A.? No. They're in L.A. They're, they're in L.A. In LA. They're That's in why they were they're there. In yeah. Because Lonzo, his son, the ball, just got drafted. Uh, the Ball family is from L.A. Um, Cal- uh, well, that part of, that part of California. SoCal. SoCal. Uh, so Lonzo Ball just got drafted to, uh, to the Lakers in last week's draft. And y'all know that I guess Lavar, the the attention seeking KSP father, outspoken yes, had to get on Raw for whatever reason. He booked himself there. Yeah, he booked himself there, and for their part, WWE figured that it was a good chance for them to get some mainstream exposure, and they weren't wrong in that regard. They weren't wrong, but for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, absolutely. But at this point, again, <laughs> troll culture in. In pretty much the wrestling fandom, you the wrong reasons are pretty much the right reasons. reasons at this point. Yeah, and I'll give it. I'll give it to him. He's got. He tried to do the Mister McMahon walk of sorts. No, well, that wasn't even a walk. It was. It was awkward. No, it was like arm a, flailing. Yeah, it was like an awkward duck walk of sorts. It was weird. And he he couldn't even get the role inside the ring right. Sobrang saya. Yeah, what the fuck? How, I, even you could get that move right. Even Stan can get that move right. And Stan's looking at front row. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> side row, side of the ring. So he embarrassed himself and even went topless. And the funny part is he was trying to be the face, the baby face in this scenario. Which it's, he isn't. Uh, I guess he was expecting that he would be the hometown hero. Nope. Nope. 
Uh, His son it, is barely even the hometown hero. Yeah, it would it would be so weird. I mean, it was pretty weird to to have Dean Ambrose align with the balls, the big ball of brand. And in the, that was just a train wreck, just so they could have the balls, uh, the var ball on the balls. The ball, they're the balls. What, what else would you call them? The ball family. The ball family. The great balls of fire. The great balls of LA. The great balls of trash fires. <laughs> Dumpster fires. Anyway, yeah. Uh, oh, God. They aligned it with Dean Ambrose because fuck rules, right? Fuck logic, right? It just works. Yeah, and uh, did it... Oh, do you think it advanced? No. No. It, not, it did nothing for the segment. It did nothing for the feud. No, it just did... You know, it just brought more eyes to the, to, to the raw. product. At the end of the day, if it helps, it helps. But... My God, was this necessary? Like, if it, any, yeah, who 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 books this shit? No, no, no. <laughs> Obviously, we know who books this shit. But the question here, I think, is: Did the WWE need the the VAR ball, or did the VAR ball need the WWE? Right? Yeah, I'm Can you try to answer that? Who who, no. who who needs who more? I think LeVar needs to sell shoes. So LeVar needs a WWE more. LeVar needs to sell shoes at the end of the day because he's put so much into this BBB thing. And, well, if he gets if he gets any traction with the LA crowd, good for him. But getting people on board with his brand at this point is just sad. Yeah. Uh, it depends then, I guess, on how Lonzo plays for the Lakers. I guess if he really is the second coming of, I don't know, Kobe was that was he's, he's he's more yeah oh no, no I mean if he is the savior for the Lakers this season then okay sure but that's on that's on no, Alonzo not Lavar yeah and Lavar Lavar can't do shit right now he's just the sidekick in all of he this. is just the Vince McMahon of his no, family no, no. he is he is the Paul Heyman to the potential Brock Lesnar the, the really 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 poor man's Paul Heyman I guess. Which is true. The downtown LA version of Paul Heyman. Jesus Christ. Anyway, We're yeah. going there. Yeah, all right. That's enough about the balls. And um, yeah, <laughs> enough about the balls, right? Uh, we don't really care about Raw this week. It was all that. Uh, the women main event, and that's great, I guess. That's good. Sasha Banks won the, the gauntlet match. The gauntlet match. Making her number one contender. So I guess that's one more thing for Great Balls of Fire. And But, but despite that, SmackDown had a much more stacked program. As is the case. As is the case. Uh, top to bottom, good stuff. Uh, almost like a pay-per-view, if watch, you will. Yeah, watch this week's episode of, of Say a really, really minor pay-per-view. It, yeah, it, it, could have been, it could have been one of those throwaway pay-per-views. But, my God, I don't know how they do this. I really don't know how they do I mean, this. What do you mean? What? No, no that they, they can put on pay-per-view caliber matches uh, for TV. For what I know... Uh, I mean, from what I know, it's because Vince doesn't uh, Vince doesn't meddle as much because he has to fly in puff from Raw. Yeah, uh, he oversees the things. He oversees the general direction. But whatever, I don't know if it's Ryan Ward, but whoever's running the show, one of them is Road Dog for sure. Yeah, whoever's running that is pretty much given free reign to do whatever they want. So you can see how everyone's maximized, or pretty much almost everyone is maximized on this week's show. You have. Aiden English who gets in a short song two bars right two bars two it's bars something. It's something. before Randy Orton interrupts him you get the Canelises who are still introducing themselves and then get interrupted by, by Sami Zayn genius uh, you get the fashion police in the Ascension advancer story which is still it's it's great progression you all get around. the hype bros and the Usos and the New Day in one segment 
And it makes sense. It makes sense. You know, some people have to be compromised, sure, but at least you get exposure. And what else? Uh, Nakamura versus Ziggler in a good match good again. Sami Zayn Corbin in a good match again. Uh, Naomi Lana again. Uh, it's a repeated match. It's a repeated match. It's a repeated but match, but it's it's it done in fresh. a way that it, yes, it feels fresh because it is done in a way that leaves you wanting more. It's not overdone. It's not drawn out like Raw. It's just a feel just to fill in three hours of of programming. And then you have the crowning jewel of this week's episode, the the second women's Money in the Bank match. And they got it right. They got it right for one. They got uh, it right. For one thing, they definitely earned the right to take back the first match. Yes, because this is an improvement. It's definitely an improvement. And, to, you know, as we said last week, we came into this wanting them to just own up to what they did at the first Money in the Bank ladder match with the women. And the fact that everyone hustled and... and and it pulled their weight and even called back to the original fin- the original match's finish and fixed on the fly it. fixed it in real time. That's so good. Everyone just earned it. Everyone just earned that match. That that the the fact that they let me take back. Let me take back. Tapos sorry, let's make it better. Yeah. I guess it uh, feels right now. I guess you can do things as long as you as long as everyone involved hustles. May mulligan eh. Yeah, may mulligan, I guess. But uh, at this point, I just hope that nothing gets taken back again. Although there's nothing to take back, right? Uh, yeah. Carmelo won fair and square. With a, with a chair, with mind a chair. you. With which is a callback to how Edge won the very first Money in the Bank ladder match in 2005. Which is great. Like, there are so many layers to it's, this match. It's not great, but it's a solid way for a heel to win the, the, the ladder match. Yeah. That's there, one. I was gonna say there's so many layers to this match that if you cut it up, it, it deserves a second viewing. Yeah, it does deserve a second viewing. Uh, Becky Lynch gets uh, shafted again. Oof. Uh, Oof. I guess uh, James Ellsworth get, takes one to the balls, and <laughs> and it's worth it, I guess, because Carmella gets gets to win the match. Uh, I really thought for a second there they were gonna go for the finish again. Like, are we really doing this? But then, of course, SmackDown is SmackDown. We Smack have to give it the benefit of the doubt. And, and they, you know, all, all I have to say is, it felt right. It felt right. It felt like this means something. This means something. It's not on pay-per-view, but it was on what is quite possibly the best episode of SmackDown Live that we've ever seen. Uh, not the one ever seen, but in a stretch of middling alright SmackDown episodes, it's alright. This is... It's, 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 it's more than alright, but it's, it's, right. it's one of the best ones we've seen this year. It's a B+. And because... No, it's not, I would say A. Okay. But because SmackDown is so much more superior to Raw, it's miles away the, one of the best TV episodes we've seen in 2017. Streets ahead. Yeah. Streets ahead. So, that's it for... what. Well, we both watched Best in the World this week. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Let's talk about Best ROH since that's right. Here. Uh, How do you feel about the title change to Cody? Uh, it makes sense going into G1 in the US. Yes. But to me, I felt that Cody deserved a better match. He deserved a better opponent. Nothing against Christopher Daniels, but it felt to me that they just didn't have the right kind of chemistry for such a big moment for Cody. For Cody, that's true. Because this is Cody's first world title. Yeah. This is Cody's first world title. 
he's going into the G1 specials in Long Beach as champion against as the American champion versus the Japanese champion. I mean, Cody's great. He's doing all this fancy stuff in the ring, right? Uh, yeah. Something you won't normally expect from your usual WWE alumni, especially if they're homegrown in the WWE the system. system. And to me, it's just, it's just uh, a different storm of factors that kind of push it, uh, hold them down a bit, just a little bit. Uh, maybe the, the opponent isn't right. Maybe the match isn't right. Maybe the pacing isn't right. Maybe they don't have enough minutes. But uh, it felt to me like it was rushed. Eh? It did feel rushed. Mm. And at the same time, Christopher Daniels, for all he's worth, for all he's worth, didn't need to be put into a situation. They could have done him dirty mm-hmm. in this case, and that would have been all right with yeah, me. Yeah, maybe. Na parang screw him over, screw him over. Let Cody win, bu- classic Bullet Club style. Yeah, that would have been nice. But the way that it went down, I'm just like, props to Cody, but. I felt underwhelmed. I think, yeah, it does feel a bit underwhelming, even though he deserves it. I think now what's left for Cody is to make sure he and Okada do one hell of a match at um, so yeah, no, at, at G one US G one US G one, which is happening this weekend. This weekend, Monday. This weekend, na. This weekend, na. July two, right, right before, right before uh, Independence Day states. I know the guy who's scheduled Oh, and this is and. This is I read this I read this on the interwebs mm-hmm. it's it's in one of our groups right now they think that the reason that the Cody the Cody title switch was made was really to make this title a, versus a special title match. yeah no, it's, title it's versus, not a, it's not title versus title it's just a champion, champion versus, versus champion. champion champion versus champion sorry champion versus champion match have more gravitas yeah. because that's very good I do think that Okada is the guy to to really elevate Cody to a level we haven't seen yet this I don't know after Leaving the WWE, I and think he's that guy. I think, yeah. Well, I do hope he is that guy. But in titles aren't up for grabs, no. No, not, I don't think so. I oh, don't know. No, I think it is. The the IWGP is up for grabs. I believe so, but not the ROH. Probably not. If because if this becomes, we'll have to fact check this. Lance will have to I, message I, us after here. I haven't seen anything that says saying that the ROH is up for grabs. Yeah, I don't think it is because they booked that match before, way before, before he won the championship. Before he won. So my feeling is that if he puts the title on the line and it's a winner take all, holy shit, this is gonna get eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. I mean, they're they're already they already sold it out. There are already gonna be eyeballs on this show alone because this is this is way beyond war. There may also be the extra bit of gravitas Cody needs in order to to elevate him to legitimate status. Yeah, I, I mean, if he's the man who beats Okada after this stretch, holy shit. Like this would be this would be one of those. It's a star-making moment for a man who is already a star or already was a star. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. All right, but there, it's it's something to look forward to. Don't miss this. I know a lot of you don't watch a lot of ROH, but this is a new Japan show. Mm, uh, for for anyone who doesn't watch ROH, if you just follow the WWE and have some passing interest in Cody, or more than just a passing interest in Cody Rhodes. It's a match to watch because it is his first world championship. And no, no, I was talking, I was talking about the G one. No, no, I mean that. But, but and that then match, this. that match is, it means something. Yeah. When does the Japanese G one officially start? G one officially. I think no, no, no. The G one specials and then yeah, this is a preview. It's not, it's not this is not actual match. the tournament. This is like the road to G one kumbaga. Mm-hmm. I think G one starts last week, July or first week of August. Right, so we can do the. Then. We can talk about the the, the groups. 
Uh, another day. Another day, yeah. I think we can bring Lance on for that. Yeah. But, uh, no, I don't want Do we want to? Uh, we don't want that. <laughs> you and I can handle it for sure. Yes. Anyway, all right. That's it for this week in wrestling. Now we have an, if, an even bigger uh, show from this week in wrestling to talk about, and that's PWR Renaissance. Uh, one of the biggest shows in the PWR calendar, which has been moved up from its usual September, October slot to June. Yeah. So our friend Magic eighty nine point nine Jock and Comedy Manila comedian, stand up comedian Chino Diao will be joining us in a bit. And I really like show. Chino. I really like Chino. I like show. Chino as well. I not the other Chino so much, but this Chino <laughs> is fine by me. So here it is, our interview with Chino Liao. Take it away. Right, because Stan is in Cambodia doing his, you know, uh, the continuation of the Stan Sea World Tour. The Mr. Mr. C Mr. C World, World Tour. Tour. Fine. I, I mean, I get to call him Stan. You get to call him Stan. We get to call him Stan. I get to call him Stan. <laughs> yeah. Re, um, reviewing PWR Renaissance Year 2017. Four. Year 4. For us today, uh, we, don't, we haven't gotten any of our usual reviewers. They are somewhere out there today, uh, tonight, this week. So we're going with someone completely different today, uh, this week. It's his first time reviewing. Yeah, it's his second time on the podcast and his first time reviewing a PWR show. So we don't know how this is going to go. So we're we're just crossing our fingers hoping for the best. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) please, uh, I don't know, wherever you are, give a round of applause, I guess, for uh, Magic 89.9. Are you still a junior jock? Yes. You are still a junior jock. How old are you? We don't need to ask that. Let's okay. not. Let's All right. Not. Magic 89.9 Junior Jock. Chino the Owl is back hey, with us on hey, the SV Podcast. Guys. Hey, good evening, you guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for getting a second-rate Chinese guy to, th- to take the place of the first-rate <laughs> Chinese guy. Well, uh, the first-rate Chinese guy isn't even supposed to review the show. Yeah. So oh, okay. uh, the other option was a third-rate Chinese guy because he's not really a Chinese. He's a fake Chinese guy. <laughs> so uh, Wait, who is this? See, see you know, see that. Ah, okay, okay. So he's, he's, no, that's, no, he's not babe. George is a babe. Uh, yeah, so Chino is here for the first time to review PW, a PWR show. And uh, again, we're going into this a little blind because we haven't... Um, we've we, never done this. Yeah, we've never done this with we him. Do. But uh, you guys are professionals. Yeah, yes. So. Yeah, and you're a professional. And I am a professional. So, so we, will we will professionalize will, yes. the fuck out of this. Yes. So, first and foremost, how did you like Playland as a venue? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good thing. Playland start. as a venue, uh, first of all, was interesting because it was inside the mall and it was one of the rare occurrences where you don't have to cross a fully trafficked road or, you know, moving traffic. <laughs> for you. For, for me. You, for you. Or, 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 you know, have to walk so far to get to, like, food and uh, drink and stuff. But... Um, for me, I live near the area. Oh, I was how about, near? How near? I was. I live in New Manila. It's about uh, Wait, ten minutes. Minute, ten minutes. Uh, ride away Damn. from Fisher Mall, so I was there nice and early at around one p.m. <laughs> ten minutes. Away. I, I didn't know New Manila was that close. It, it is. It, it is. is pretty close. And it's, then it's a, uh, it's the first time in a long time that we had a PWR show inside a mall since uh, Eastwood. East, no, well, no, no, no. I mean, <laughs> this this latest show is it's, since it's a maybe MCS. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm talking about MCS pretty much, and the Eastwood show because isn't you know a regular PWR yeah. show, if you will. So, um, and other than that, it's the first ever PWR show that's inside, uh, I would say, an amusement park. Oh, there, yes, There's an yes. arcade and there are rides and yes, shit. Yes, there's that, yes. And it was you? technically in a basketball court. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that was a basketball court. And it's not a basketball court. 
How did you did you play any I, games? I before? actually didn't play any games, but the the friends that I sat with, I saw one of them shooting a little basketball <laughs> before the the thing started. Some arcade, arcade basketball. Uh. And then um, I didn't play any games, but I really like this venue because first and foremost, my aircon. Malamig chats. Malamig aircon. One of your uh, young boys, uh, the I don't know his name. Which uh, bald one? Bald dude. Yes. yes. I see him around a lot. Uh, uh, what was his name? Noel. 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 Yeah. Shout out to Noel for hooking me up with the best aircon. <laughs> he told me where to sit. So you you were in job, you were in the place where it's uh, the aircon is right across. Uh, you. Uh, direct hit yung yes, tama that, that, exactly. So, uh, that was where Stan and I originally set up for commentary, and we were fucking freezing in our in our seats. And oh, I thought that, you guys, I thought you guys moved because we were yung hangin. Yeah, and, and that, and that, we were yung hangin. That's how. That's how. And that's how loud that. Yeah, that's was, how right? in front of the aircon we were. So uh, moving forward, so uh, I you like play playland? Like a playland. lot of us like playland. I like playland. I wanted Unfortunately, to, I wanted to play a lot of games, but you know we had to set up and get ready for the show. And uh, yes, unfortunately, uh, we heard some news on the grapevine that playland is going to be torn down by Fisherman. Oh, so fuck yeah, that, right? Into a cinema. Fuck what was that scene? They have four cinemas. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, playland. I think Fuck, you're fucking playing. Arcades are a dying art form. Yeah, dude. It's true. Like, it's come true. on. Everyone appreciates Playland. I appreciate Playland. It, it had a lot of traffic that day. That's yes. true. That's true. Uh, but yeah. considering it was a Sunday, yeah, there were people. There were people. There were people. There were people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, it's their time zone, so yeah. Sayang, don't don't tear up Playland. We will give you money. We will Literally. give you business. <laughs> we will give you business <laughs> if you do not tear down Playland. We'll come back. We will, we will give them business. If they tear it down, we will give them business. <laughs> if they don't, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, don't please, uh, no, please don't put play that in hot times, Daddy. Uh, all right, so uh, moving forward with Chino's review, let's you know just get right get right into it. Yeah, I suppose uh, you, we already asked you about Playland, so uh, you were there for the whole show. You started yes. with the pre-show. Yes. What did you think of that? Um, the pre-show. Okay, let's start with uh, the Kakai Bros. Yeah, yeah, How yeah. do you feel about this the cancer? Bro- <laughs> How do you bros, feel about man. this cancer and you know, this Kakai? Hey, hey, I I think one of the guys on a smart Gira's Facebook page said it best when they called them Trinoma Yolos Trino- because they are like. Oh. We are, are we really throwing shade at Trinoma like this? <laughs> I mean, like it has north, a special place in my north, heart. North side Yolos. Hi. But but we, the Yolos are from Katipuna. No, I mean like, are we really implying that Trinoma is you know, Jed Haven? Have you been to the? Yeah, I have. Yes, of I have. I've been there recently. But come on, it has a special place in my heart. You know, being coming, you know, going to college in QC. So what would be a more appropriate mall for it? To uh, be? I don't know. Evergotesco. Evergotesco. Fine. Officially, they are called the Evergotesco yeah. Yolos. Yeah, <laughs> the Ever Yolos. <laughs> right, so so you thought think of them as I, the ever yolos. I actually think that Jejamons are a cancer to society. Damn, you mean droga? You mean droga cancer to society? Like there's Jejamons and then drugs, <laughs> and then maybe some maybe like like fe- anti-feminism or something. Okay, okay. So so uh, honestly, I I follow their Facebook fan page. Why? And I do not. You hypocrite. <laughs> read anything. Because I don't read it. Why do you follow them then? Because like, si Trian, or Trian, yeah, Trian Del Torre. Trian Del Torre, fine. Let's, let's do the kayfabe thing. He actually asked me to uh, 
like the page. And of course, you know, being a supporter of the, the local wrestling scene, I like all the pages that he asked me to. It's just that this one page, man, it's like a... Cancer. Uh, it's cancer. It's, it's, um, uh, it's hieroglyphs from like, uh, if they were Egyptians, pero jologs the Egyptians. Oh, Parangal. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it doesn't even make it's sense. It's not hard to Exactly. Understand. Just like what they write on that page. So, <laughs> my Facebook page moderators naman ata sila. So, I don't think it's coming directly from them 100% of the time. Either way. I, I actually like how the page admins have to pull up with that alphabet whenever they write it out. So, how did you like the tarp though? The tarp was hilarious. I really like the touch of the tarp. Like that solidified their status as uh, the, the kakai bros. You're taking shots at Filipino mainstream graphic design. Yes, <laughs> because that's how bad it is. Yeah. Right. Okay, it's like, you know, it looks who... like it, it looks like they debuted in a barangay show or something. <laughs> like during the the Maria Clara, whatever you call that shit. So it's Flores hilarious. de Mayo. Flores, Flores de Mayo. Wow. There we go. But right. but, yeah, yeah. Um, Despite your feelings about the Kakai Bros, what do you even what do you think of their 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 work, their in ring work? They are workers. I'll give them that. That whole uh, that whole match they worked with, um, if I'm not mistaken, Team Weeb. Team with Weeb. with uh, Blue Weeb Dax, <laughs> Bolt and Cisig, Mister Cisig, uh, Dax. Yeah, yeah, Dax. Dax. Uh, it, it was actually a pretty good match, considering that they all four of them were, of course. All in perfect shape. Yeah, yeah. They were able to pull off all the uh, spots that they it felt like they were able to pull off the spots that they uh, wanted to pull off. God damn it, Bucky! Stop! Stop biting one thing. Don't bite the table. I was, I was like, what the fuck was that? It's Bucky. Yeah, it came out. Don't worry, I cut it. I can cut it. It's okay. okay. So anyway, this the last uh, bulk match that I saw was. Him with Crystal, and mm, yeah, they yeah. tried to uh, do that spot that Zack Saber and Ricochet did, where they you mean Will Osprey. Yeah, Will Osprey. Will Osprey. Sorry, Will Osprey and Ricochet, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ended up in the middle of a Spanish show off, mm-hmm. right? And they and I, nothing against the both of them, but that last that last time they he tried to pull it up with Crystal, major underwhelming shot. Okay, this sure, time sure. around, he did it with uh, one of the Kakai Bros. I can't remember who. Uh, it, it, does it matter? Doesn't matter, matter exactly. Does it matter? Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, <laughs> it actually worked out better for Bolt because okay. I mean, he, he was able to actually show off more of his skill set. Not that Crystal isn't a worker, but um, she is. It's just that in this in this in this context, for this show, I think he's improved so much more. All right, that's, that's good to hear. Uh, so you like the match, even though you hate the Kakai Bros. Yes, exactly. You like their work. All right, that's Moving forward with the next pre-show match, uh, we saw Nintendo versus Makata, where we saw a very interesting development with regard to the fighting gamer. Yes, uh, I actually like Nintendo uh, as a person. As a and human being. Sure, as a okay. human being and as that's a wrestler. Because <laughs> I met him outside of the ring, and uh, he actually is a pretty nice guy to talk to. So I don't really know why people what don't. actually, you know, first of all, why people don't really support him. Okay. Like why is Meron it naman, over? Meron not enough that he would you'd say that he's actually over, right? So I guess I guess that kind of gets in your head uh, after taking loss after loss. Like he's turning into you know he's almost a jobber sort of, but not quite. You know he's not like one of these young boys that comes out 
gets so, squashed. Dubai gets squashed. And they, Dubai, he's actually, he's actually a solid wrestler. It's just that he hasn't had the break that he needs. Sure. So sure. I understand uh, where his hate, where his rage quit is. So. Ra- rage, rage quit. quit. Yes. Rage quit. I like that analogy. Like, I actually cannot uh, take credit for that. That is care of uh, Mr. Husky Bry, Brian Lomado. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so when Nintendo uh, rage quit, uh, later on in the match, or as the match after ended, the match, yeah, after, after the match. yeah, finished the show, uh, it actually, uh, I understood where it was coming from, but also, it made sense for me, because if maybe this is the push that he needs, you know, to actually be over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole fighting gamer wasn't working out, and he was taking loss after loss. Now maybe he's a raging he, gamer. Maybe he needs an edge to his character. Maybe he needs more pinoise. Oh, so you see. think that this edge works for him? Uh, not just you know, not just because he needs it, but because it fits him. It he needs him. An, I, I'm going to say this. He needs an edge. He needs something that just sets him apart as as the fighting gamer. You know, because fighting gamer is is a little vanilla for me. Sure, it's sure. A little right. flat for me. It wasn't explored as much, yes, if you will. Exactly. All right, so you like that. So I like let's it. move on to the main show. Uh, it started with Mahabang Usapan, which eventually transitioned into a oh. match, an impromptu match, like, with Redrick Mahaba and Zayden Trudeau, the Canadian the dragon. Canadian dragon, yeah. How do you feel about the Canadian dragon? Uh, I I actually like his look. I you like were, you were at the rest back then. Yeah, I saw his uh, debut. Was that his debut? Yeah, mm-hmm. that yes. was his debut. I like his look. I mean, uh, Maple Leaf CM Punk Turks aside. Uh, <laughs> actually, yes, yes, that's right. true. That's true. Maple Leaf CM Punk Turks aside, I actually think that this guy is gonna go places in PWR. Right. Um, in due time. In due time. Of in course, time. it's only his second uh, event, right. yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know he tell. He still has, you know, things to work on, maybe. But uh, after a, after a while, you know, I th- really see him being in a title picture. How maybe did you feel two. about the finish of this match? Listen, man, uh, I don't know what you said about Red Derek Mahaba in uh, the last uh, PWR event. In One of your back. close personal friends. But uh, Red, Red Derek Mahaba and I are really, really good friends. So it really, really affected me when he pulled what he did on JDL. And so me too. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's I actually it, it was it. I couldn't really see him as a heel because he's such a lovable guy. Like he, I mean, he, he was. He talks so guy. much crap about people, but, he, uh, but yeah, he was such him. a lovable guy yeah. at the end. But now it, it's just like that. That whole factor of him being likable is just out the window. Now. Right. Like he doesn't even care. So do you do you agree with this? Do you agree with this whole thrust now? People don't respect his work enough, or you know what we are, what PWR puts out. Listen, I mean, as a, I'm also a comedian, right? So as a comedian, it's also it's understandable when people don't respect you and mm-hmm. treat you like a joke because sure. you crack jokes for a living, mm-hmm. right? And so it's understandable that they bridge that connection to you. People think that you're a that joke. You're a joke. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just because you tell jokes. Yes, exactly. Right. But at the same time, I also can't help but feel th- that he gave up on his pure intention with regards to being uh, Frederick Mahaba, which is the leader of the Bastard Club. Right, you know, right. stands up for the little guy. You Even think that, he isn't a little guy? Do you think <laughs> that it it was too soon, if you will? Uh, the, the heel turn, I guess. Parang, was it too surprising, too abrupt, way too sudden for you? I think that it wasn't. Okay. Like, it, maybe people have their own breaking point. Sure, okay. Right? 
and this was his, and it just so happened that he was uh, with uh, the be- the best pure wrestler in PWR today. Yeah, and maybe. Maybe even Ralph felt that he wasn't respected as much because right. even if he was a former PWR champion, he still felt like he was held back. Uh-huh. Sort of, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, so, so both of them have their own chips on uh-huh. their yeah, shoulder. Yeah. yeah, you know. So it it maybe it is understandable from uh-huh. their part. It All just right. it just it just sucks. Thoughts of the match itself. The yeah. match itself was really good. Like I said, I like Zayden. Oh, right. that's good. I don't know where I don't know what Zayden means. I get. I guess yeah, the name. Trudeau. It's a name. It's a name. I guess it's a name. I guess Trudeau. Is, like like Hayden. Like Hayden is a name. Yeah, Zayden okay. is a name. Okay, fine. I mean, Trudeau must be must be his related yeah. to uh, the Canadian Prime Minister. <laughs> but this he looks really really good. All right, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And um, Redrick Mahaba, of course, All Star match. The finish. Finishes. Finish. It, it is what it is. All right, all right, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, the Punk Dolls versus the Deadly Sins. I actually like Deadly Sins. I they were my pick alongside the Fighters for Hire for the PWR Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Um, Punk Dolls. Okay, Robin has to. I, if I if I could vote for most improved, it would be Robin. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, I so, agree. So brang lakay ng improvement to Robin as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. As a worker, as a tag team partner to Martiva, who is already naturally gifted as an athlete, yes, so they they are now on the same level as opposed to you know being one ahead of the other. So they really gave uh, Vlad Sinsik and Mike Madrigal a run for their money in this match. Uh, so proud of the tag team division. Yeah, the tag team division. You guys' tag team division, man, it's going places. It is going places. Yeah, PWR's yeah. tag team division is stepping up so, yeah, so we will, much. We will hold you to that comment. All right, since uh, you pretty much like that match, let's move on. John Sebastian versus the debuting Brad Cruz, who has the looks. What do you Jobber. think of Brad? Cruz? How do you how do you like Brad? Damn, Jobber again. Jobber again. He did not job. He did job. What the hell are you talking about? He lost. He, he lost. He lost. He but he's John not. Sebastian. If, if if there was a guy who had the looks of a chopper, it would be Brad Cruz. Damn, son. Oh, that's harsh. What a hater. Why, why, why? That's why? So, Please justify First of all, his gimmick is so generic. Pat the feeling foggy. I mean, everybody's on TV. <laughs> generic, but no one's done that yeah, here. Uh, everybody on, like, among, uh, uh, let's okay. see, James, In general, James yeah. Ellsworth is, like, the latest. So, so what do you think uh, needs to be done in order for Brad Cruz's character to be... More than just generic. He needs an edge. He needs like more. Like I like his music. Okay, I really, I really like the jazzy style of music that he walks out into. But the whole polo over the shoulder thing with the shades. <laughs> Not even a polo. Maong jacket. Maong jacket over the shoulder. He looks like he just got off work. Damn. <laughs> and he just like he was like I saw that promo where he was mopping yeah, and yeah. Panzer sees him. I was I was genius. But then to carry it over and just miss. Misconstrue it as like, oh, I've got the look of a good-looking guy. It's, it's continuity. It's <laughs> so, you, so you don't feel it at all. I don't feel Brad. Not Cruz even. All right, uh, so yeah, fair, fair. But what about his work in the ring? But his work in the ring is actually pretty tight. Like for a, for for the first for a debut for, a, for debut. a debut against a former PWR champion and against a, one of the hardest hitters in my opinion yeah, in PWR. Yeah. Very, very good work for Brad Cruz. All right, so you're just not feeling the character. I just don't like... All right, um, fair enough. We have the first ever Brad Cruz uh, dissenter, if you yeah. will. Okay, <laughs> I have all. to ask also, how do you like this 
this angle that John Sebastian's playing out against Stan. Wait, wait, let's move. Let's uh, talk about that when we get to the uh, Peter versus me. Okay, match. we can we can get to that. Okay. Right. So oh, after that, after this uh, debut, we have a six-man tag team match between. I guess the I'm going to call them. I'm going. I'm going to call them Team Millennial because that's what we call them in commentary yes. versus the Network. Match of the night for me. All right. Okay. All right. Match of the night for me. Daming uh, nangyari, no? The interaction with Ken Warren and uh, Idol yes. was just genius. Like they just they, they didn't even do anything. They just they, they had just a negotiation. <laughs> they had a negotiation and they went back to their respective corners. That to me. <laughs> That made the whole match. And the Yolo Twins, uh, Chino Ginto, who, by the way, I want a fan that says I'm a Chino fan. They were selling it there. Why yeah. did you get one? I Actually, I bought a, Chino, a fan that I thought had that same uh, thing written on it. Oh. But, but it, it was ended up being his face. face. Ah. So now I have, a, now I have a fan with a random dude's face. On it. He's uh, not random. Well, okay, for for He's non for non uh, uh, for non uh, smart. Yeah, for right? like, uh, this guy is uh, yeah, this guy is a champion, by the way. <laughs> so Chino Hinto worker, uh, Yolo Prince worker. So I don't really have any uh, qualms about this match. You like this match because there was a lot of story advantage yes, going on. I am so. a I am a team headlock guy. Oh, right, team okay. headlock. Okay. The, the, I'm a WWE guy. Team headlock. To, through and through. What do you think of the network seemingly patching things up? For now. Feeling in the I think that that's that it's not going to work out no? for long. It's not going to work out for long. Have you no faith, sir? I I think that Chino Ginto is better off without the network. I honestly do. Really? Ah. Yes. Okay. Oh, because it's no, it's a it's a valid okay. opinion. So Chino doesn't need the network, but does the network need Chino? Ah, that's a good question. Yes. Oh, that that is a thinker. Right there, I I actually think the network needs Shino more now that he's a PHX champion, mm-hmm. right? Because nobody else is a champion in the network. True, true. Would you, would you true. put the tag team championships on the network? Would you want to see that? Considering the Yolo Twins are just as talented as champions, I would. But then the finish would have to be uh, all screwy, like they, he said, like Idol sends all these downlines, ah, right, 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 or something, right. So you want something that's something epic? Yes, exactly. Okay. Like what he did for Path of Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yes, yes. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, granted, granted. <laughs> yeah. All right. After the intermission, which uh, didn't take long, by yeah. the way. Uh, that was like the briefest intermission. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually. Just enough of a breather. After yeah. that, we have uh, Miguel Rosales versus Peter Versaza in a seemingly random, out of nowhere, one on one match. What do you think of that? Peter Versosa, P to the V. I like him. I just don't get why he calls himself P to the V. Like exactly, right? That's my first thought. Yeah, hand uh, that's hand gesture of inserting a finger, finger into, into a hole, into the OK sign. Uh, and uh, and then he walks out to metal music too. Which but is like, so it, the, the, the the parts <laughs> don't add up. Yes, like he's supposed to, to be a sex symbol, but metal music. So. Edge was a sex symbol with metal music. He's Not a rated R. Yeah. yeah, he was a rated R superstar. I think, I think what Chino wants is to make him like the Velveteen Dream. Neither one. Mga Valvinus level. All right, fine. Valvinus. Fine. He wants the jazz. <laughs> like, I like the jazz. Right, I so like the jazz. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, I like this match for all intents and purposes. Okay. Um, but the whole John Sebastian walking out. Oh. 
and breaking it up. That that's a bad ending to a match. Okay, because let the guys. All right, so this is where Kamus's question comes into play. Do you like? What do you think of the whole uh, angle going on between John Sebastian, Peter Versace, and Mister C? Listen, wasn't he just champion? I mean, like he lost both of them. No, John Sebastian. Both of them. Both of them. Well, both of them. Yeah, but then John Sebastian is bringing this heat to uh, Mister C. Mister C. Uh, because he wants more opportunities. He was just champion, right? He he had, lost his shot. He had this chance. He lost his shot. Back of the line. <laughs> my opinion. Hey, what are you self aware? Just self aware in Like that's why he probably is acting like a excuse the term biggest bitch in the ring right now. Okay. Right? Okay. So but isn't that what works for the character? Since you know you want a reason to boo him. You don't you want him? To, I mean, well, I mean, you, he was already an effective heel. Okay, for him. okay, so so parang this is overkill that isn't yes. quite necessary. For yeah, me. he was already an effective heel for me from the get go. Nothing again, nothing against his ring work. Again, these guys. Oh, first of all, I'm fat, so not, nothing against anybody's ring work. Were you hit? During the brawl for all after? No, no, I was not. I was. It, for, I was really calling it the brawl for I, all. I have to be the luckiest PWR fan ever because in all the shows I haven't gotten hit once. So now the next time I watch I am You're gonna expect gonna get hurt. May, may so you didn't like the finish, you didn't like where this this whole angle is going. Yes. Because you think you you think the heels don't need it that much. Yes. I think the heels of PWR are very effective um, in their own right. That they can stand on their that own ass heels. That they can stand their, their own ass heels. That's actually interesting because one of the most effective, or, you know, most effective go-to storylines for a heel is to uh, have conflict. No, no, not just that. To have conflict with uh, a babyface authority figure. Yeah. So you would say that maybe it's not for them, but maybe it's for someone else. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe. There is an end game here for John Sebastian and I don't know what it is. So... If that if he does have an end game, then I can't wait to see it. Then okay, do you think that um, the the matchup between Miguel Rosales and Peter Versosa was coincidence or you know just something random, or do you think it's a bigger picture? I something? think Miguel Rosales out of the both fighters for hire is is uh, the most talented. Okay, of the two of them. Okay, okay, and um, I feel that sooner or later tag teams. When they don't get successful, they tend break to break up. up. All right. right, so maybe this is Miguel Rosales's way of saying, "I want to, I want to dip my toast in the water, so to speak." All right, all right, into singles water. Makes sense. Makes right? sense. And he is a really great guy. So, mm. Barangay Suplex, or is that what you call it? Yes, yeah, Barangay right. Suplex, yeah. right? Yeah, is actually one of the best things I've ever seen. That's really over. Yeah, in any uh, local wrestling promotion. For for an imitation of Suplex City, it's pretty over here. You say, I guess because of the local branding, the Filipinized yes, branding, and, and for his size, he for his size, a big buff dude, yeah, he yeah. does flips like yeah, he was a yeah. cruiserweight. Right, so. right. I agree. I agree. He's really talented in the ring. Love right. guy. Moving forward, uh, we have uh, the rematch between Trienda de Torre and the Apocalypse. And what do you think of this? And the direction is going. Leading to an all-out war at PWR Live Bakbakan Sabayanihan. 
I, mean, I hope Trin de Troy doesn't have anything to do the day after because he's not even the week after. <laughs> he's going to die. Because he's going to die. He's going to end up like his championship belt. Okay. And I, and, and I hope he saves up all the money he can for Grab Camus because Carl... He's right here. Because he was right here because Carl... I think he needs uh, to interfere in this match. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not getting involved. Why? Until, what if he pays until, you? Until it calls for it. Okay. It... It, it, it until the situation comes until for the situation. Sorry. Okay, understandable, but it is an all-out war. You do so need a spot in that match. Yeah, though, it's sure. an all-out war. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to happen. This is the all-out war in which you need to have a spot, considering who's in the match. Exactly. Like it would, it would, it. Ideas. It was, like, Let's stop making it about me. It no, 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 no. Perf- it makes perfect sense. Like he pulls out a cell phone, goes to grab cameras, and then 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 Another comedian, another <laughs> yeah, that's true. right? So now he's taking he's taking out comedians left and right. So I hope nobody else from comedy Manila decides to become a wrestler. Well, <laughs> well, let's not invite you know GB. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, maybe Ryan Rem. Yeah. maybe I don't know. Uh, but. For uh, for I how to, long? I left the GB who was in the front row for Unfather's Day. Yes. Yeah. He was he was there. Right? I wasn't able to make it out. Yeah, sorry, sorry, dude. Uh, continue, sorry. continue. Um, I actually liked the match for however long it started. Trian De La Torre held up his own for however long he lasted <laughs> inside the ring with the Apocalypse. But you guys have to understand he is called the Apocalypse for a reason. Yep. Right? All right. He's like the end all and be all. Like it's it's him. Right. He's so, not Andrew. Do you think Trio has a chance of winning this feud at home? Oh no, nah, he should stay at home. Call it <laughs> sick. Maybe send the grab cameras to face the Apocalypse instead. Damn. No, no. That would no, be no, interesting no, shit, though. Man. If he if he died instead. Proxy. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would pay to see. Proxy. I would pay to see money. F- I mean, I would pay to see that. You know. <laughs> Even though I already, I, I would mark. So I would mark out if that happens. I would mark out if I don't want to die. <laughs> but people want you to. So yeah, people would pay. People would pay. You would pay. <laughs> yes, I would. Pay. Both of you would pay. Exactly. Pay. Yeah, he already pays. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, moving forward, uh, let's move on uh, to the number of contenders match between Sandata and the beautiful Billy Sway. Oh, how do you feel about this? Was it like, the right? Was, was it, it the, the right, right decision to have? Billy Swade uh, challenged for the PWR championship after uh, how many months? Four months. Four months in the company. And counting. I mean, Billy Swade is coming into PWR with uh, some credentials. Yes, yes he does have yes. credentials. So, um, understandably, maybe uh, Mr. C paid, gave him some weight with regards to these credentials. Sure. But uh, it's interesting that he faces Sandata right away. Who uh, I who I believe already deserves a number one contender spot. Wow! Wow! That is uh, strong. That words. is strong words indeed. Right. But to have him face Billy Swade, it almost it's almost as if Mr. C is trying to bury Sandata. No! Wow! No! And that's how. Sandy, Sandy, you hear this? Are you hearing this? Sandy, Sandy, if you hear this, let us know. No, Stan, Stan, are you hearing this? Who's oh man? Stan and Sandy. Stan, Sandy. Actually, how did you? How did you feel about Sandy knocking the shit out of Stan during this match? Inadvertently, by the way. Inadvertently. 
Why does Stan have to get involved? See, that's no, one of the things. That's the thing, man. That's the thing. I, that's what makes me to, makes me believe that Stan is trying to, uh, bury, uh, Sandata. Because he didn't have to get involved, and yet he runs to the ring like he was a wrestler, and it costs Sandata the match. That mean a feeling, say, man. And that and that feelings like he's trying to be a social justice warrior. <laughs> wrong, time, wrong time, wrong place. Right? On our fist bump. On right. our fist bump. Uh, um, despite that, though, it, it does. I have to say, it does kind of make sense why Sandata had to face Billy Suede because you know uh, Billy Suede tried to cheat in on Father's Day. Oh yes, okay, okay. There's yeah. that. There's, There's that. that. Okay. Uh, you know, some, uh, Billy. He had, he had such a screwy finish. Yes, on okay. Yeah, Billy yeah, yeah. Suede also beat up Sandata and Mr. C. Okay. Uh, uh, oh yes, know, that, that a month ago. That I, I that I remember seeing the Father's Day news is is news to me. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you weren't there. Yeah, because I wasn't there. I, I, he, I guess he held the championship for like ten seconds. But he, now he's still a former PWR champion. Right? No, 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 no. It wasn't official. It, it was it was asterisk. My asterisk. But but are you hyped for? Billy I am hyped. Chris Panzer. I am hyped for Billy Swain versus Chris Panzer because Panzer to me. Risk taker all throughout, and also very very athletic. Billy Swain um, is getting an opportunity to face guys who he doesn't necessarily get to face um, in the international scene. You know, he did one hell of a match against Jake De Leon, yes. and you'd think that nobody else would be able to step up to uh, his NWA Canada level, his international level. Um, but his match with Sandata was perfect. His match with uh, uh, Chris Panzer. Uh, is, and Father's is going Day. Father's to be, Day. Oh, this one, the next one. Next this one. next one yeah. is going to be even better, in my opinion. All right, yeah. All right. Uh, it's hard to agree. It's hard to disagree with that. So, with that said, uh, let's go on to the main event. This one hell of a triple threat match between Chris Panzer, Jake DeLeon, and Rafa Mabayashi for the PWR Championship, and it was insane. It was insane. Lit, lit, yes. Lit as that. That has to be one of the tightest. Cleanest finishes I've ever Tight, seen. Like a tiger. Like a tiger. Like, like a, a muscle. <laughs> okay, but how do you feel about how do you feel about the challengers in this match? Just off the bat, uh, maybe Mr. C put <laughs> Ralph in again. I'm, it looks like I'm trying to put heat on Mr. C, but it, do, it's, do, it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. He's in Cambodia, going on a guilt trip. So. Yeah. Whatever, right? <laughs> like a soul searching at like the soul searching, just a prison, guys. After, uh, no, he's, no, he yeah. actually went to the S21. killing fields. <laughs> Why would you go on a vacation to a prison? That doesn't make sense to me. Hey, fuck that, man. I went to S21. Like Mooney It doesn't make sense. Whatever happened. Whatever happened to going to a nice beach or something. I think he's still going to the beach. Maybe that crap he pulled against Billy Swade is starting to get to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, soul searching. But in all honesty, Honesty, uh, I'm not trying to put heat on Mr. C, but it feels like when he put Ralph Imabayashi in this match, he was just trying to placate Ralph Imabayashi. Because I don't know if Ralph still has it in him to be a number one contender for the PWR championship. Okay. Um, it feels like he has con- <coughs> excuse me, he is concentrated on being um, his own guy for his own like selfish re- reasons. Know, trying to, you know, earn this quote unquote respect from the fans, right? Trying to be oh trying to be on the same level as Roderick Mahaba. Which again I don't really see 
uh, why he was in the match in the first place. Jake DeLeon, however, being in the match, it oh, still it's, made it's, sense to yeah. me. All right. Okay. Yeah, it does. It does. Agreed. All right. So um, what do you think of the whole match? Um, other than the tight finish, um, what stood out for it, you? It, it, the, the, crazy spots. I like, I like the spot where... Um, <clears throat> Uh, Redick Mahaba, aka the Decagon Junior, <laughs> uh, shows up. That to me, that to me was the craziest thing. Cause it, like it's obviously him, yeah. right, guys? Do you, does he even need the mask? It is Shepard because he's banned <laughs> from ringside, right? And his he could have put on a robe or something like a hoodie. His post show, his post show rant on Facebook was hilarious to me because he he in there he cites that. Uh, uh, Jake DeLeon disrespected him by unmasking him and he won't do that to luchadors <laughs> that got to me and the career of the Decagon Jr. Uh, is, is just a flash in the pan now uh, after, after this successful title defense though what do you think of the other of the challengers in this match uh, we're just where do you, where where do you your opinion? Where, did, where does Jake DeLeon go from here? Where does uh, Ralph uh, Mabayashi go Ima, from Mabayashi here? Mabayashi has his own problems now. But um, it's Jake DeLeon who I'm uh, iffy about because he's actually faced anybody and everybody who's come his way. That is true. And he's put up one hell of a fight. But I don't really see where he can go from here. Like, is he going to go after Panzer again? Mm-hmm. Is he going to do that again? Is he After going to take, really is, he, done? Uh, is he going to challenge the winner? I actually don't know. I mean, all respect to JDL, but he, I, I have a hard time seeing where he's going to move on from. All right, here. all right. Where do you want to see him move on to? Oh, uh, what is if you were if you were to book or if you were uh, no, uh, if, if I were to say, book yeah. him, uh, I'd make him a heel. Ooh, Ooh I'd make him a interesting. Heel. Why is it because there's not much left to do for him? Yes, exactly. It it feels like. He's done every, everything that a face can do huh. as a fan favorite. Huh. Huh. Ideas. So I honestly feel like if he was a heel, it would open up so much, so much more opportunities for Jake DeLeon. I mean, there are guys he hasn't even faced yet. There are guys that he hasn't even worked with yet. So who do you like to see him work with? Oh, as a heel, yeah. As a heel, fresh uh, matchups on the top of your head. Oh, okay. Um, as a heel, I would like to see him face. Let's see. Give give me names, guys. I'm, I'm uh, Sandata, Chino Ginto. Chino Ginto. Oh, maybe Chino, Chino Ginto. Well, maybe Chino Ginto. That would work. Uh, maybe uh, if Chino Ginto turns out to be a face, um, Sandata also that would work. Oh, I see what I see what face that uh, Like. Um, we already had, you know, Jake. I wanted to say Ken Ward, but he was a heel. Yeah, he so. is a heel. Uh, maybe, maybe Ken Ward. Maybe he doesn't have to be a heel just yet. Maybe he can go up against Ken Ward. All right. All right. Or maybe, uh, maybe his old pal Bombay Suarez. Oh yeah. When, you, when, when, when he's when, when he's, he's back. When he's back. When he's back. When he's back. When he gets back, maybe he and Bombay can hash it out. You know, Bombay is always a perennial fan favorite whenever he shows up. So I would like to see more uh, of yeah, Bombay and yeah. JDL. Pang throwback to all the way uh, in the first Rebel yeah. X one. Yeah. Yeah. First Rebel X, yeah, right? That sounds interesting for sure. All right. Uh, we talked about, you talked about the show being one of the tightest in PWR history. Yes. But what about the show as a whole? What do you think of it as, you know, quality wise? If you were to grade it. Oh, like a letter grade. Yeah, yeah. Yes, let's yeah. go with a letter grade. Sure, sure, I'd sure. say, I'd give it a solid A. Nice. Okay. Nice. Best, I agree with you. I actually liked it. This was the best PWR show I've seen mm. out of all those that I've seen in the past. 
Ang ganda ng venue. The venue was perfect. The venue was perfect. The matches were tight. Even the, all the debuts. I think that's the most debuts you guys have had. That's uh, um, true. I see two debuts, I think. Two, right? There was, uh, there was Marky. Marky yeah, and Brad Cruz, right? Yeah. yeah no, no, I, I don't no, think no. it's the most debuts. I think, I think it's, it's uh, par for the course. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. It's, yeah, up, it's there. up there. Yeah. It's up there. I think Practical had a lot of debuts. Okay. Uh, yeah. Evan Carlo, Makata. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jack Zilla. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I stand corrected. But it was uh, a lot of debuts. I like the new faces coming to PWR. The diversity is great. The roster depth is awesome. And I can't wait to see what happens at the Bayadian Center. Uh, despite... All right. Uh, one more question. Uh, you said that the, the, the depth of the roster is great. But is there anyone you missed? Uh, that wasn't on the show. Oh, oh, Crystal. Okay. I would have okay. thought she would have had a match. Okay. Oh, but they, I, you guys, uh, PWR needs a women's division, man. Sure. Badly. Uh, I think guys, they are in the works. Yeah, uh, guys, it's a matter two, of training the women. Two women uh, don't make a roster in there. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? So they need more of, a, <laughs> of depth with regards to their female athletes. Yep. and um but it's unfortunate that Crystal wasn't able to participate that night. I really like her matches. For me, one of the best matches in PWR was her and uh, Peter Versosa. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, that was a great match. She proved her worth as a wrestler. And, uh, maybe I hope to see more of her uh, in the next event. Yeah, Maharating it for sure. Anyway, uh, that was a really tight review. Yeah, and it's, it was, went, it I tried my yeah. best, you guys. Yeah, no, no. Thank you for being such a pro in this as for proving being the third choice Chinese guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Second choice. Second, second choice. choice. Second, 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 no, second string Chinese yeah, guy. Off the bench Chinese guy. But now you've proven your worth and we will consider you for sure in the next, oh, uh, thank you. in the coming reviews. And in the coming shows where there has to be a PWR review. Yes. Uh, Chino, is there anything more you want to say? Any parting shots, if you will? Anything you'd like to suggest before at we, this point? Before we kick you out? <laughs> uh, I'm actually pretty good at my right. end, so... Thank you. That was really it was really great. Uh, glad to see that you enjoy the show. I really did. Uh, we hope that everyone else who has seen the show also felt the same way or something close to it. Um, I agree. That was one of the best shows PWR yes. has had. And I'm really sad that we're not possibly going back to Playline. Well, that, it is what it is. Um, let us let our listeners know where they can find you on social media. Oh, it's at Chino Supersized on Twitter. Also on Instagram, it's at ChinomNomNom. <laughs> um, basically, a lot of food pictures. Yes. And also, Comedy Manila is yeah. coming there back. There you go. There you go. Comedy Manila is coming back to Teatrino. So yes. Next oh, snap. week. Oh, snap. That's nice. next week. That's starting next week and all week, all Fridays of July until nice. August, you guys. Nice. Ooh. So that's eight Fridays for you to catch the best of Filipino stand-up comedy. Bago, ba? you because on? you were not on the last Teatrino show yeah. I was on. I that was, was um, on the last Teatrino show that happened. That was the, the Rex Navarrete show? No, that, we, that the was November just, show because I was not, uh, you were not there. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't there. Um, I don't remember seeing you in the la- last show I was we on. With, I was uh, at the Chino very Chino. last, I was at the very last Teatrino show. Oh, okay. And then they went on break for yeah. Rex Navarrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then they're on break now for like music things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Are you still on the radio regularly? Um, not so much. Oh, okay. Okay. But right. like, listen to the Junior Jocks Sundays, yeah. six to uh, six to four in the afternoon, six right. to four in the afternoon. All right. All the very brightest future stars of radio will be on there. All right. Yeah. That's it for Chino Liao, and thank you once again, dude, for helping us. Review anytime, guys. Are. Anytime. Anytime. Thanks for sure. For sure. For sure. Thanks for the free tea. Yes, the tea is the tea has been spilled. 
All right. Thank you, Chino. And we'll be back for our picks of the week and to wrap up this show. Absolutely. All right. Many thanks to Chino Liao for one hell of a tight review. And, My God. Uh, I, I, I'm glad that he enjoyed the show, and I hope, again, you guys who've seen PWR Renaissance Live enjoyed it as well. Let's move on. Let's wrap up the this week's episode of the SGP Podcast with our picks, picks of, of the, the week. week. Right, me first. You, you, me first? All right. You first. Uh, my pick is from ROH's Best in the World show from last weekend, and it's going to be the ROH TV Championship match between Marty Scurll, the villain, and Kushida. You know, some people forget that Kushida holds that belt. It's not as promoted because... Oh. Like, the NJPW shows always do ROH a little bit dirty in that it's always like an afterthought. Like, ROH World Championship, right? It's in the middle of the card. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's not as great as the IWGP stuff, but still. But still, this one was a barn burner. I loved it as oh, well. Yeah. I loved it as Insane. well. Insane. Like, fuck. The, the things that Marty Skrull can pull off. Mm. Like, I think he is... He is a sure win for most improved wrestler of the year. Sure. For uh, me. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment because he, he has uh, catapulted himself into the public eye, mainstream eye, with this, in this year. This year? He won Bola? No, he's a part he, of the Bullet Club, right? Joins the Bullet Club. No, he, he, wins, he wins Bola first. Mm-hmm. Then he joins the, Bullet Club. joins the Bullet Club. Then he goes on... Both to do, shows. To do both shows. Both, both uh, companies, uh, both in Japan and both stateside. Yeah. This guy, this guy. All right. If you're not, if you're not on the Marty Skrull hype train yet, get on it. Go, My go, go. pick of the week is the triple threat tag match between the Young Bucks, War Machine, and a last minute edition of the Best Friends. Two Best Friends. Chucky e. T. Oh, okay. And and Trent? Question mark. <laughs> right. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, Chucky. E. For those of you who haven't seen a lot of Chucky e. T, watch this match. Understand why they why he teams with Beretta, and you will just you will just absolutely lose your shits at what this guy can do. Um, for me, I enjoyed it. I enjoy it because it's a spot fest. It's a spot fest. The Bucks get their shit in, and the thing is, the War Machine has actually stepped up their game ever since their title run in in New Japan, and I love it. I love it that. All three of these tag teams just go balls out insane for this match. So that's me. All right. Thank you so right. much so for that, joining those us. Those are our picks of the week. Thank you again, yes, for joining us in this week's episode of the SGP Podcast. I do hope that you enjoyed not having Santa around, such as we did. <laughs> a. Freedom. Freedom. A. Uh, for If you want to talk to us on social media, if you want to challenge us on anything... If you want to ask us questions, follow us on social media. It's at Caveman Camus, at Rose Warfare Stan, at underscore Stan C, at the SGP Podcast. And then, if you want to ask us shit on Curious. Curious Cat, we don't have a Curious Cat account for the SGP Podcast, but we do have individual Curious Cat accounts. I'm sure you're following mine because I break down a lot of stuff. And you My- get very snarky. Uh, I get snarky at times, but I do accommodate a lot of... I, I do enjoy breaking down a lot of stuff. Um, oh, do ask us questions on the Smart Henry. Uh, no, no, no. Let me At Rose War, and for you, it's not at Caveman Camus. It's at Raf Camus. Yeah, it's Sorry. Curious Cats. Uh, at CuriousCats.com slash Caveman. Yeah, Raf Camus, Rose War, Stan C. 
Smart Henry. Smart Henry has one. If you if you're and interested in how the website operates, if I mean, stop asking us who the most promising. Yeah, come on, come, come on. Okay, cares. if you don't, if, you, if you don't even know who it is, if you're a boot camper, you gotta stop stop pulling that shit and work hard. If it if you're not a boot camper and you're just asking out of curiosity, boot camp is secret for a reason. Yeah. Because that's that's up to us. Yeah, but I do I really do enjoy breaking down a lot of what I know so far about the wrestling business. Granted, I'm not any I'm not a ten year veteran like Billy Suede, but uh, you're behind the scenes veteran. Yeah, sure, behind the scenes veteran. And uh, with that, I know we got to thank our friends at the uh, Good Boys and Girls of Smart Henry, uh, the SGP Podcast. Uh, not the SGP, the SGP Group. group. My bad, my bad. PWR, Philippine Wrestling Revolution, our friends at Manila Wrestling Federation. Thank you for coming out and yeah, supporting us. Yeah, thank you for coming us. out. Uh, fine as well, our friends at from All Out. Uh, All Out. All Out War. AOWS, Art of War Wrestling. You know, it's, it's okay. I it's fucking confusing. It is confusing. Jesus Christ. Because we, we used to call our All Out War AOW, AOW, and then here they come. I think, uh, anyway, whatever. Anyway, whatever. All our friends, thank you again for, you know, for supporting being supportive of is, the, of the local wrestling four. community. This is your year four for the podcast. With that, point. we bid you a good day, sir. And remember, sit down. Be humble. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the SGP Podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarthenry.ph.